I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. I'm just fired up to be here today. Pretty cool. Been been there, done that, Mackie. You don't need to ask him. He does that every Tuesday just to get the old blood flowing. Recording is talking. of your thoughts, gentlemen, when you say puddle duddle or something like that. I guess it turns out the budget doesn't balance itself <laughs> after all. You know, a bunch of yahoos out in the front of Queen's Park. I don't want to. I don't want to hurt him. He's been there for about 350 years. I don't want to hurt him. Fire Dr. Fauci with a little box that says, contribute here. Come on, man. Hi, everybody. Harry Carey here. Swing it a drive, get up, ball, get out of here, and grand slam for Vladdy Guerrero Jr. And another shot, right by the door, and it's done, and scores to Canada. Welcome to the edge of tomfoolery. We want to pop you off. What is going on, people? My name is Bruce Mackey, and this is the edge of tomfoolery. Here at the edge of Tom Fool, we talk about the music, we talk about the sports, and we love talking politics, don't we, Bobby? Absolutely. <laughs> Bob Morris is not only in the house, he's in the room with me. Bobby, how are you? I'm doing pretty well, Bruce. Yeah. How do I smell? Because usually we're in separate rooms, separate studios, mm-hmm. but now we're close to each other. We're kind of six feet apart. Dr. Fauci would be quite happy with us, would he not? I would say we're probably six feet. Yeah. Has that changed at all, the six feet? Is it is it up? Is it down? Is it, you know? How so? Like, six feet, it's, that's, COVID goes out six feet and then it drops. Evidently, yeah. But th- has that changed? Is it up to eight feet now or is it? No, no, it, it, it's it's range is six feet. It's six feet much, and then yeah. it's done. It's yeah. like a brick wall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's done, yeah. And and speaking of brick wall and done, I was told it was done in Alberta, like mid-2021. Steve Heights in the house. How are you, Stevie? I'm doing excellent. Yeah, we got rid of it. We It's zero feet now. It doesn't exist. <laughs> okay. COVID over. So before we get it full into it, but politics-wise, one of the funniest things I've seen in an awful long time is your premier trying to gas up his truck. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen this video. He got it in oh, there, yeah. and he's just jiggling it. And it's like, and <laughs> like yeah, that, that's that, this. I laughed. I laughed oh, hard. What? what how did? How was it perceived in in uh, Cowtown it, it, and around? It was his Derek uh, white tennis shoes with a belt buckle <laughs> moment. It's like, you, listen, like we want to perceive that Alberta all looks like the big trucks and the like but we're like this is Calgary Alberta like it doesn't look that different from any other major city like there are like like go outside of Calgary fine but like here in the city like we got all kinds of Corollas and Priuses you know what I mean like we like it it doesn't look that different from anywhere else and so like yeah like yes he drives a nice big blue something truck but like but he could not get that thing in there he tried to drive it like like (laughs) 
is he is he like cruising around the city in his truck? No, no, let's not get <laughs> He got was it was it when he was trying to put it in or trying to take it out that he was getting trying to take it back out. And, and I saw I saw a thread somewhere. People are like, yeah, that's really difficult. It's really hard to do that. And I was like, no, it's not. Come on, no, let's no, just no. like it's not hard. Yeah, Oh, that that did make my day. Uh, is there not a leadership review going on right now? As we oh speak? yeah, oh yeah. And, and tell us, like, tell us what what's going on with it. Well, you know what? Like anyone that's been a politician in COVID, like heaven help you, because it's not yeah. exactly been the easiest no, like, time to like. Like I don't know what. Mind you, having said that, if they had a if they had one today, Trudeau would get back in, and it's yeah, looking yeah, like I Doug mean, Ford's going to get back in in Ontario. Right now, it's looking like they're projecting a majority, and yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, and I've said this before on the show, like, the, the beauty of, uh, I don't know, it's a beauty, it's what it is in Alberta, is that you get yourself in trouble not not by not by going too far to, to like, not by going too far out into, like, the, the right-wingness, but you get in trouble when you move towards the center in Alberta. Yeah, right, yeah. Right, so, yep. if you, so what happened is, is like, in, in COVID, it's like, we need to put... We need to put money into health care, like, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, well, you can't raise our taxes. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. that's that's sort of. And so the problem is, is that in a, in a COVID thing, he's sort of saying we've got to fund some of this stuff. And yeah. so that's got the, the, ver- it's got the right rose guys. They're all ticked up. Guys. Well, and oh, I know in Ontario. I, so I went to a um, I went to an event about a week and a half ago. There was an Ontario PC party member named Roman Baber. Roman Baber. Yep. And he's Russian, and it's his first term. He got booted from caucus because he stood up with uh, he stood up against Doug Ford and said you shouldn't be doing some of the stuff. Like about early on, he said mandates, lockdowns, you shouldn't be doing this. So he anyway, and Doug Ford booted him out. Yeah. So now he's running for CPC leader. He was in okay. Balville at the Balville Club. I went down. I thought, you know what? I like. I've heard some of the stuff he said. I like. I just want to hear from him. So here what he has to say. The thing that shocked me, I was literally shocked. There was people there, I would say probably 10 to 20 people there from the NDP and Green that were there to support him. And the one lady, she says, I voted NDP my whole life and I need some assurance. I just can't even fathom putting a conservative tick box, but I am so fed up with the mandates that I... And, and, and I'm like, and the, the former Green Party candidate for, for our region was there as well. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So, and I, and I, the, usually when I go to a conservative thing, because I am conservative, I know, I look in the room and I'm like, I know pretty much all these people. I didn't know half of them at this wow. one. And I'm like, is, and I went with a former NDP candidate and a former uh, CPC candidate, Jody Jenkins. Jody and I went. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it, I just kind of wanted to see. I said, where are these people coming from? Like, I don't know where they are. And uh, he said the things, you know, like he's he's against mandates. And he, he's just not flashy. He's not, right. uh, um, yeah, he's just, he's, he's not flashy at all. So, I don't know. So, is is Jason Kenny going to survive the big push out there? Huh, I don't, that's a great, great question. Like, I, 
I think it's an absolute coin flip. I really, really? Think, is it that close? There's some there's some messing going around around. I've been reading in the Herald this week. Like there's some messing stuff going around with like mail in votes and in person stuff. And I honestly think it's so close now that like I wouldn't be shocked either way. My gut is it's hard to it's hard to get rid of an incumbent, so I right. think he'll stick around. That's not it's better like, the devil you know than the devil you don't know. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I think I mean I think we've talked lots about all of our political stripes, and yeah. so I I'm okay with more of a center and, I, and i'm not like there's just some stuff that's way out yeah, you, there you usually go more to center anyway yeah, yeah 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 and so and so there's but there's you know but i i just i i mean alberta love you you've adopted me for the last 12 years of my life but man oh man i can i still can't figure you out that's hilarious so <laughs> speaking of politics and your actual political mp so mm-hmm. I, so in the conservative party they're going for a new so i've been to see two i've been to see pierre polyev I've okay. also been to see Roman Babber, and mm-hmm. tomorrow night I am going to see um, uh, what's his Jean Charest. Okay, so oh. he's coming to Belleville to Boston Pizza. So I'm going to go sit and listen to what he has to say. But Jean Charest would be more. Uh, he's definitely a liberal conservative, yeah. very much so a liberal conservative. And uh, so I'm going. I'm going to hear what he has to say. But former uh, conservative Ontario leader Patrick Brown. Is now he's the mayor of Brampton. Now he's running for it, and the person who's heading up his campaign is your MP, Steve. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. Michelle's doing it. Michelle's doing that. So it's interesting to watch all these people align with certain things, and all of a sudden, Patrick Brown, who was a former MP, and uh, before he got out of federal politics, then went to uh, provincial, and then he went down to municipal, and now he's looking to springboard from municipal. He's done a pretty good job in Brampton, I think, uh, yeah. but to go back federally. Uh, but Michelle is is like most of the MPs right now are either Sharay or Polyev between mm. those two, and she went right for Brown. And I'm like, it's interesting. Like you, you w- kind of wonder what's going on behind the scenes. And when when um, uh, Bergen came in, Candace Bergen came in, she lost her shadow post. Uh, Michelle did. She no longer has a shadow post. Right? Yeah. 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 I mean, it's politics. Yeah, it, it's it's like. I, I feel like in all of this COVID stuff, like it's like it's made what seems to be complicated before just like over the top. Like it's yeah. it's it's not quite unsolvable, but it's approaching it some days. I yeah, think. yeah. You can't win no matter what. How are you, know, you, how no, are you no. leaning, Bruce? What's your preferences? Can I ask that? Yeah, you can definitely ask that. And and I'm oh sure. If 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 I I I as an individual, uh, like out of the get go, I'd say Pierre. Sorry, the COVID's coming back. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> I got a little bit of a tickle since the COVID, so um, I, I lean more towards Pierre Polyev mm. just from the outset. Yeah, but I know people that work within the party who aren't voting for him, right? And I know yeah. so. And then uh, Roman Babber, I appreciated some of the things he had to say, but I'm going to go listen to, uh, like, I, I do want to go listen to everyone that comes to Babel. I'll go and listen to what they have to say. Um, I did see that uh, Sherry went down east somewhere. And there was like thirty or forty people, and he and Sherry was the youngest in the crowd by a country mile. Oh wow! Oh. <laughs> there <laughs> and, we go. And he's he's <laughs> just kind of I don't know. He's from my home riding in Sherbrooke, in Quebec. Okay, and yep, yep. I used to like him, but then he went to work for the Liberals. Like he was the Liberal leader mm-hmm. when he was the Premier. They don't mm-hmm. have a Conservative pr- provincial, so but he was Liberal, and but he's very much known as Liberal. So I'm I'm. Definitely, I thought we went liberal with uh, Aaron O'Toole, with Toolsy, and I didn't. Toolsy, think, yeah. I thought he ticked off most of the people on the right. 
So I, I'm, I'm okay with going more to this is what I believe in. Like a lot of people are like, no, we need to go more center because we want to attract those voters. I'm like, they're not going to attract them anyway. Like, just yeah. you know, they're, they're, I've got a friend who's a, a strong teacher and he, he's been liberal his whole life, but he, he said if Peter McKay got in, he'd consider voting it. He'd consider huh. voting conservative, but he said, other than that, there's no chance I'd ever vote. So isn't, isn't that the big thing though, like to get just and like to, because I, I I'm just worried about the guys that are far on the right. Like I don't think they can beat Justin. That that's true. However, no one's going to have a shot at him until 2025 now. Oh yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. so. I guess you I guess you're just not worried about that, and you put someone in, and you hope they can build up that. Polyev Polyev. Um, I mean, he hammers the prime minister like he's like a pit bull. He yeah. goes at him when there's something. You know, like he'll say, how much did the average housing prices go up? And then the guy will come up, we've done blah, 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 blah. And then he'll sit back down. Like they don't, none of these, and I'm including the conservatives in this, none of them answer questions. It's all right. political posturing. Right. And yeah. when we, we met Pierre Polyev, uh, he was at, uh, that was just before I got the COVID. He was just in Corbyville here, and there was like maybe 15 of us at this person's house. And we were talking, and we're like, we like how you pushed them and he goes well that's half of it half of it's a bit theater at least he admitted it he said it's mm. you know when he, he we said doesn't it bother you when trudeau doesn't answer the question and he says well he goes i know there's guys like you guys that are at home watching this and you'll see the fact that he's not answering it and i'll just expose the fact that he's not answering it it won't bug me that he's not it does but he said i'll just keep hammering home and he'll ask 10 times how much advertising yeah, yeah, yeah. how much how much and it's very obvious they're not going to answer the question so but mm. yeah, so my, my your question: Who am I leaning towards? Probably Polyev. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I don't know if they do this in Alberta, but they have the the ballot system where you yep. can actually. I I I if there's an empty space there, my mother always taught me you fill it in. So I would just <laughs> go down through and fill it all in. And now yeah. some people are like, no, no, I'm only filling in the top two, or I'm I'm not. There's I don't know if there's a strategy to to you just put your people in. Uh, and then you don't put the people you don't want in on the bottom of the list. So, well, there's always a strategy, I'm sure. Yeah. So, yeah. speaking of pol- politics, I know this is not your favorite subject, Bobby, but we in a political party, you can be a member of a political party. You only have to be 14 years old to oh. be a member. So hmm. that was back in the day. And have I shared my Doug Ford story with you about Isaac? I don't know if I've ever shared this, but I don't think so. Uh, I believe so. Uh, so <clears throat> Isaac. Um, uh, I signed him up. I said, I want to teach you about politics. I'm going to sign you up to be a member of the Conservative Party for Ontario and that uh, you'll get to vote on the new leader. You won't get to vote in the election, but you'll get to vote on the new leader. And so I said, it's uh, uh, Carolyn Mulroney is dad's first choice and Christine Elliott and Doug Brown and then Patrick Brown or Doug Ford and then Patrick Brown. That, that's the order. Yeah. I said, that's the order you do. And Isaac, bless his heart, goes, uh, I will be voting for Doug Ford. <laughs> he was 15 at the time 14 or 15 I'm like no 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 Carolyn Marooney or uh, Christine Elliott he goes I will be voting for Doug Ford I want to keep the legacy of Rob alive that's what he said to me oh wow so so then I'm like oh Isaac and he goes dad you wanted to teach me something I'm like oh, oh what have I done I thought I was doing the right thing by teaching him but also getting an extra vote for whoever we wanted in exactly so the it turkey ser- it serves you right the turkey voted uh <laughs> uh oh Dug yes. you in. yeah so yeah. 
um, I've got a guest coming on here in just a second. Okay, all right. Uh, so is anyway, it, is it your son? <laughs> no. <laughs> Is he wanted he wanted the passcode to get into the group here the the meeting, um, okay. So so anyway, then that day Isaac gets in a big. Uh, we're playing hockey and he got concussed like hard. Oh wow! Really okay. hard. He got flipped in the air. Hard hit. It was I guess uh. a clean hit. Had to go to the hospital. He started vomiting. Went to the hospital. Ooh, they actually wow. admitted him to the hospital. So here he is. He is not just any old concussion. It was like a, we're putting you in the hospital, not just in the hallway. We're giving you a room. We're observing oh, wow. you did this whole thing. Wow. So it was it was really scary. I was there all night with him. And that mm-hmm. was the night of the Conservative Party uh, kerfuffle when they had the leadership. And they still didn't know at the end of the night who was leader. Uh, they yeah, kept yeah. going on and on and on. And so uh, they kept him in overnight. And I thought they were going to keep an extra day. And the next morning they're like, no, just I think we're good. Why don't you take him home and keep an eye on him? And he was right out of it, just like. So I get him in the car, and as we're driving home, I stop at Tim Hortons, and I said, oh, by the way, Isaac, they just announced Doug Ford won the won the leadership. And and he was just like this, and all of a sudden his face went. <laughs> and then he goes, at the end of the day, Dad, he'll get the job done. <laughs> <laughs> so then I had shared that story on Facebook about it, and then Daryl Cramp reached out to me, and Daryl Cramp wanted to uh, he wanted to get together with me, and he wanted to talk politics, and he just thought it was a great kick to hear about Isaac. Uh, Hi, man. So we got some music here. So I've got a friend who uh, I've been on his podcast, Todd Carlton. It's called the po- the Toddcast, and Todd and I know each other from oh going back to uh, going back to Joy Bible Camp. And I want Todd is an avid listener to the program. All right, uh, there, there is Todd Carlton. It's Bruce, Bob, and Steve with Todd. How are you, buddy? Hey, how's it going? We are glad to have yeah. you on the show. I, I just sprung on these guys. You were coming on, and uh, I mean, I think we have four subscribers, and <laughs> and uh, you and Caden are two of them. So, <laughs> no, yes, no, we've got more than that. So, Todd, we you have got your own podcast, and and what's it called? Well, I'm uh, with a ministry called Disciple a City, and uh, to make it easy, the podcast is called The Toddcast. Ah, and, and at one point, I was a guest on your show, and I was leading your hits. Like, you had the most listeners on my episode. I think Whoa. I was just dethroned, was I not? You're really quick to throw that one out there, eh, Bruce? I, I just put it out there. I just wanted everyone to know I was. <laughs> I was thousands, right? Because my wow. all of my family and friends decided to listen to that episode. Actually, that's true. But before I answer that question, Bruce, just because I've been listening <laughs> to the edge of tomfoolery for so long, but I have not seen your co-hosts, and I'm just wondering which one is the mayor of Ivanhoe? Right over oh, here. Bobby. <laughs> there he is. Robert. And, and you know what? We're actually... Because we've had the COVID now, because Bob has had, had a, a run-in with uh, COVID a few weeks ago, I had my run-in about three weeks ago, we are now in the same room together. So this whole podcast we've been doing, we've been in different rooms in the house, and you, you've been very good. You've been wearing a mask in the That's house. Great. Oh, yeah. We've been trying to do all the rules. And now we're just dripping with antibodies. So yeah. Well, we're, I mean, I'm bulletproof right now, really. Mm-hmm. And then Stevie's from Calgary, which they really haven't observed anything remotely COVID since. I mean, they had, I mean, they shut it off. Didn't they shut it down during the chuck wagon and the, 
I believe the term is defeated, Bruce. There was, there was no shutting her down. Yeah, you we defeated con- We conquered it last summer for our entire stampede run. It came it came back at us in the fall. And it then came we back wiped pretty it hard, out. didn't it? We, oh, yeah. Oh, well, well, yeah. I mean, you know, you get a, you get a million or so in, inside a chuck wagon stadium for a few days, and it's a bit problematic, I guess, is the term I would use. But, yeah, then, then it went away and came back. But now it's gone for good. It's so. it's never coming back. Have you been to a large group gathering, Todd? Have you been like to uh, somewhere where there's no mass, like thousands of people? Have you been to a hockey game or a ball game yet? Well, I don't know about thousands of people, but even though I live in Ontario, my heart is in Florida and Alberta. Oh, so. there we go. Oh, yes. <laughs> there it is. It's with some people, yeah. So oh, that was the other thing. We I did this Zoom cast the other night with uh, Wayne Gretzky. And Wayne sold everything in California. He's had enough. He's in Florida now. He moved. He mm-hmm. shot, sh- you know, shut everything down in California. He moved to Florida. He said, "I've had enough." Wow. He's pretty right wing conservative, I think. I think, but I mean, not that there's any. We we we're of all, of all stripes here on the show, and uh, all stripes of listeners as well. So tell us, Todd, are you allowed to say what you do? Am I allowed to say what I do? Yeah, we <laughs> talk about. Sure, I'm an undercover firefighter. <laughs> oh, wow. And you're an undercover boss. <laughs> and tell us how long you've been doing that. I've been doing that for 21 years full yeah. time. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, you know, are you seeing lots of, like on a typical day on calls, what kind of calls would you get? Fire calls, first responder calls? Yeah, a mix of everything. Uh, a lot of we assist ambulance a lot, so a lot of medical calls, a lot of car crashes, um, and then we get the ones when people don't know who to call. We get those calls too. So I've pulled raccoons out of sewer grates. I've pulled ducks out of uh, storm sewers, wow. cats out of furnaces. <laughs> Have you really? Oh yeah, yep. Wow. Um, so so Todd and I go back. We met at Joy Bible Camp. How many years ago now is this, Todd? It's got to oh, be 10 years ago now. Yeah, yeah, I would say 10 for sure. So I went the first year and showed up, and then the next year I went, and the people that we went with didn't come back, and so I didn't know anyone there. And I just show up to camp the first time, and there's this guy. I was late getting there, and there's this guy out with long hair. Did you have earrings back then? Oh, yeah. Tattoos, the whole nine yards, and I, I remember driving in going, what has Joy Bible Camp done? <laughs> and I have told you, out of that, the probably the strongest friendship we've had at Joy has come from Todd and I. And I love your heart for the Lord. I like I is such an awesome heart. And if you ever want to get uh, to know someone who's got such a passion for things of the Lord, and 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 uh, is my buddy Todd. And Todd is is part of Disciple a City and. Can you tell some some cool stories that have happened through Disciple of City? Yeah, so uh, our, our ministry exists to equip and encourage Christians to share their faith uh, with simple tools that have actually been uh, brought in from the underground churches in China and Iran and places like that. Um, and, and also to foster a culture of just disciple training, making disciples, you know, um, the Great Commission. And so um, 
and this is where the podcast stemmed out of, of just interviewing people uh, to hear their testimonies of how they came to faith, or even if they grew up in the Christian church of, of when their faith became their own. And so currently the number one most listened to podcast on, on uh, our little podcast there is Bruce Mackey. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you guys need to go and he wants me to to listen to the second most listened to podcast. I'm like, I can't do that yet. No. <laughs> I, I don't want to put her over the top yet. <laughs> I'm so vain. I'm sorry. I will listen uh, to her. Yeah, but you uh, actually a really cool story, Bruce. Um, so we are as a ministry launching sort of a bigger uh, event called Every Disciple Sent. Um, and we're actually partnering with CFAN, Christ for All Nations, in Saskatoon in a couple of weeks. Uh, they're actually running the event. We're going to assist them. And then we're having these um, sort of larger scale events called uh, Every Disciple Sent, one in Peterborough at the end of May, one in Kelowna, B.C. at the end of September, and then a couple of weeks after that in October in Moncton, New Brunswick. And so kind of like a conference type Thing with worship music and some speakers and stuff, teaching the simple tools on how we can share the gospel and then going out uh, on the street to sort of demonstrate people's openness to hearing the hearing the word. Uh, and then that'll be followed up by a week-long school in the evening for those who really, you know, hopefully get gravitated by the event and uh, want to go deeper into that. So yesterday we did a training session on people who are going to become coaches. So the hopes is that people will start small groups, home churches, whatever you call it, in addition to their Sunday group for just a closer, you know, uh, grouping of disciple making. And so those groups will have coaches. And so yesterday we had a teaching session um, to, to teach the coaches. And afterwards we all went out for dinner. And, um, and what I'm about to tell you, this was something that was never on my radar before, but I've, just see it happen so much now that it's just become a normal part of it. So uh, our waitress at the restaurant, a friend of mine, um, he felt like he had some words for her. And so he shared what he felt God was putting on his heart to her. And he basically read her mail and uh, she was really taken aback by it. She started crying because what he had felt was, was bang on. And she wow. came by the table a little bit later and uh, I felt like I had a word that she had pain in her right foot. And uh, I just said, hey, sorry, this is going to sound really weird, but do you have pain in your right ankle right now? And she just put her hand on her mouth and like really loud. She goes, oh, stop you guys. Right. Because she actually did. <laughs> and so anyways, long story short, we we prayed for her Um the pain left her foot. It really freaked her out. Some other guys at the table shared the gospel with her, um, with the three circles, which is a, just a simple tool on gospel sharing. I have here on my phone. And, uh, she went back and told the other waitresses and one at a time they came to the table. Wow. Asking for Isn't that cool? Mm, wow. That's awesome. They were crying and, and, uh, you know, as a bigger group, we got to share the simple gospel with them. Oh. So it was, yeah. As a and just I don't want to get off track here, but if you lead someone to Christ and then go to pay the bill, are you required to pay fifteen or twenty percent on the tip? <laughs> I mean, you've already given them a gift that keeps on giving. Why? I mean, or is it ten? Right? <laughs> uh, I went. You know what? Uh, I went large last hey, night. Yeah, uh, that's what I would do too. 
Go large. I, I had a friend, a mutual friend, whose name rhymes with Briss Blancaster, and we <laughs> we went to. A, I've heard of this bliss. <laughs> we went to a restaurant once. And he says, listen, if 10% is good enough for God, it's got to be good enough for these people, too. <laughs> oh, no. And I said, Chris, Briss, I said, Briss, I, <laughs> I I upped his tip, so I'm sure we gave 20 or 25%. So. <laughs> there you go. I, I believe he said, if it's good enough for God, it's good enough for these Chesters here. So, Oh, yeah. Uh, that's yeah. a cool story. And, and uh, I mean, the neat thing is I know your passion, Todd, person. I know, uh, and, and to see you have interactions with people and sometimes even in our personal joking around and we're talking and politically we can get involved politically on talking about something and you'll remind me, you know, that person needs Jesus there, you know, like as, as much as I annoy me, you know, what, with the direction they're taking our province or country or whatever, they're, they're simply our person that needs Jesus. And I appreciate you that. actually reminded me of that in the last couple of months. Um, well, it's a mutual we back and forth of, yeah of yeah. somebody who's public medical officers of health or or someone who's in in office somewhere else and you you had told me that you had been called to pray for jt and that really convicted me because those weren't the thoughts that were currently going through my mind <laughs> <laughs> and this is the thing i appreciate about you todd i mean we uh iron sharpens iron we have a we have a tent up in uh joy bible camp where we'll sit and discuss things and i was i elected or did i just basically take right over we yeah, you pretty much took right over yeah so <laughs> we have a speaker of the house and then we recognize other speakers and so uh we the the floor represent you know recognizes the uh member of is it cavan southwest of northwest peterborough <laughs> something like that so we we have lots of discussions and we have a we love to talk politics and we love to talk Tom Foolery, and so uh, hey, it's been great having you on the show, Todd. Anything else? What's coming up on your? Uh, any other guests coming up on the podcast? Oh, maybe I could leak this out. <gasps> uh, yeah, I actually. Uh, do you guys hunt at all? Oh yeah. Look at okay. look at Bob here. Bob's got Bruce the Moose right on his. He Bruce? was up at the hunting camp, working I'm, all weekend. I don't usually reveal the secret guests on, on not, the show, but I'm actually having, I think it's this week actually, is uh, Bud Fisher from Catching Oh, Beer. there you go. Rut Daniels. Rut Daniels, yeah. You're having him on, eh? Yeah. Now, is it in the can? Have you recorded it, or he's coming on? Yeah, and great story. Oh, yeah. Oh, well. Great they just story. had a baby, didn't they? They did, yeah. Yeah. Bud Fisher, of course, his sister-in-law, you might recall his sister-in-law, Steve. Uh, she's a famous singer. And uh, oh, oh, I recognize the name. Yeah, sounds yeah, about right. Car- Carrie under something. What was it? Carrie. Yeah. <laughs> Carrie Fisher. Yeah. Yeah. Carrie Fisher. There we go. Uh, first, and then another story. Just let's get back to some tomfoolery. We we've been talking good things here, but one of the things that we discuss in the tent at Joy Bible Camp, and our friend uh, Palmer Stevens has something he'd like to do out countrywide. He would like to have what's called. The two slap rule. So each year, you get two slaps. And so if you go into a restaurant and someone is treating you wrong or something like that, or, you know, you're allowed to slap that person. Oh, my goodness. You know, and he figures we'd all, it's kind of like the hockey enforcer, right? If you had, if you did something, you just go up and slap them. Well, then Will Smith still has (laughs) one coming to him. (laughs) So then in our little group chat, Palmer 
chimed in. He goes, see what I'm saying, guys? Like, you know, this is the slap heard around the world. Wow. What did you make of Will Smith? Stevie, what did you make of that whole thing? Oh, oh a lot. I mean, I, I just, like, there, there's so much there in terms oh. of, like, cultural stuff and, like, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I just think, man, I, I just think, as a, as a, I mean, and I come from lots of, you know, Joy Bible Camp. My grandfather uh, was a proud Plymouth Brethren, which is a lot of the history of Joy Bible Camp, right? And yeah. so uh, I just was raised in a lot of like, that's never, ever, ever the right response to anything. To slap someone. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Like, this is like, this is like, these, these are, these are Brethren pacifists. So they're like, that was never a thing. And, and so I, I, to me, it was just like, you know, it was like, it really kind of bothered me because I think I think it somehow gives some legitimacy to some of that stuff, and and I just I don't see it. I don't see it. I mean, is we're in, in we're in Easter season right now, right? Where they're, they're you know we look at the life of Jesus and he doesn't respond to any of that stuff, right? So, well, listen, I'm trying to be funny here, talking. About oh, class. sorry, sorry. And then, oh yeah, I love that stuff. <laughs> it's I'm trying to talk class. about now. You're making me feel convicted. Well, no, all. no. T- I mean, I mean, I'm just trying to. to we're you know, slapping people I, and talking I'm, about Will Smith. And now you're I'm, talking about Easter. I'm Todd's buddy. I'm Todd's wingman. I'm not, you know, we're like, <laughs> I'm Todd on his side of the tent. I don't, I don't know th- what this tent is, but I'm on his side of the tent. Well, Todd, I don't think, uh, I mean, we discuss certain things like snacks. You know, we when you pass snacks around, if they're sweet snacks, they go clockwise. If they're salty, they go counterclockwise. But then when you've got a snack that kind of fits both, you just don't know how do you pass that snack around. This is the oh, depth. I'd be, I'd be in the middle, like right where they both connected, and then run out of the tent with them both. Oh, that'd well, be my snack we, strategy. We had we had one guy in the tent. I'll tell. I'll finish with this story. We had one guy in the tent, and it, the, the one year the tent was packed, like you could not move. And then there's a gentleman that came in who was rather, shall we say, talkative. Todd, can I say that <laughs> he was talkative, and there was no room, and so he had to sit right in the middle. So then we came Ooh. up with. Uh, he had to rotate every five minutes, so we had a schedule. <laughs> so he, and he took it like a champ. He, and it was like a speed dating session. And, <laughs> and he goes, so, my name is so-and-so. And then he d- turned the thing, and then I could see uh, it was quite funny. So... You should get him one of those, like one of those railroad turntables, so you could just, or like a lazy Susan, ah. you just sort of he, slowly spin him. He was, he thrived with it. He just kept going, <laughs> and then one of the ladies comes up and she goes, "I'm going to give my five minutes over to Palmer here." <laughs> he yes, there you go. <laughs> That's good. So, what else you got coming down the pipe? Now, I know you've traveled a lot for the ministry, Todd. So what are some countries that you've traveled to with the ministry? Haven't you gone uh, to Sweden? The first place that I went, actually, at the beginning of this ministry was uh, Stockholm, Sweden, for an event called Awakening Europe. And uh, this was, I don't know, about relatively early in my journey, but early to the stuff of kind of like the story that I shared with you guys. Uh, And that was an event in a soccer stadium, and there was 14,000 people in there cheering for Jesus. It was was amazing. Oh, that's awesome. So I went there. I've been to Serbia. Um, I've been to Australia and I've been to Botswana in Africa and Namibia in Africa. That's very cool. Very, very cool. And, and we, we should get your faith story and journey on there sometime. I, tonight I just wanted to have you on real quick just to kind of talk about your, your Toddcast. So when people, if they want to listen to the Toddcast, specifically want to listen to my episode on the Toddcast, uh, 
<laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm really not. The link to your <laughs> but but if you went on to the podcast and searched for Toddcast, how many Toddcasts are there in existence? I think we're up to around 21 or so Toddcasts yeah. on there. There was a lot of edge uh, podcasts, and that's thus we entered the the, the tomfoolery. That's what uh, Stevie came up with that tomfoolery, or we both did, did we not? I think it was you, but I'm going to take credit for it because you're taking credit for all these podcasts. Like, <laughs> you, you basically, we might as well call it the Todd and Bruce cast. Oh, listen, listen here, listen. No, and we got the moose here, Bruce the moose. And do you do you remember Bruce the moose, Stevie? No, I'm younger than you. Remember, you guys, oh. that's, that's an important distinction. There was a I'm not, I'm not Bob. Do you 50s. remember Bruce the Moose? Yeah, he hung out at the uh, Quinney Mall around with Christmas. Santa Claus. Yeah, he yeah. played the grand piano or played a piano there. Hmm. I moved. I was six years old. Moved from Quebec. I was like scared. Didn't have any friends. And my one friend goes, "Oh, we've got a, a, a famous moose. He's a singer at the mall. His name is Bruce the Moose. He's a really good singer." And I'm like, "Really, Bruce? Wow!" So I went in. I, I don't know what I was expecting. I was expecting kind of like a Paul Anka kind of, you know, uh, now the time has come. And, and I was expecting that, and I get there, and it was this giant moose playing Christmas carols. And and Jim Chumley, till the day he died, called me Bruce the Moose for years. <laughs> so, awesome. Yeah. Anyway, uh, on last week's podcast, was it last week or this week, we talked about the, the, the T-shirt gun. Was it uh, last week? Oh, last yeah, week. Last yeah, week. Yeah. yeah, Todd, we had issues at uh, church. We had a, a an actual T-shirt gun being shot in the middle of church, and my children hit hit this elderly woman named Evelyn in the head with a T-shirt. And I'm pretty sure we're going to have some litigation or something coming out of that. So it's uh, it's all good. A little tomfoolery goes a long way. Sounds like a fun church. Yeah, it's. I mean. <laughs> It's we we have fun now. Now, Stevie, tell us about your church. Do you have any any t shirt guns in in your church? No, I, I well this weekend I was in a place called Langdon, uh, Alberta, uh, and I was out there for Palm Sunday. So uh, that was that was fun. Uh, so uh, yeah, but they had no cannons. The, uh. Although they they meet in a community center that looks like a barn, and my lovely daughter Leah said, um, "Why are we going to a church in a barn this week?" <laughs> so that was a blast. That always goes over well. I'm working Did on we them. just become best friends? Yup. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Well, I, uh, you know, the time has come to a conclusion again, and uh, I want to thank my buddy Todd. Todd, thanks for coming on the podcast tonight and being a part of the tomfoolery. Hey, thanks for having me out, you guys. It's great to meet you guys, and I love listening to your show. See, now wow. let me let me ask you a question, Todd. Do you? You can listen. You don't have to actually see us to, to to enjoy the podcast, right? I listen to it while I drive, so I've never seen you. Right? <laughs> and and so Steve's sister is basically harassing us to get the videos back on because she likes to see us and not... Isn't that, isn't that true, Steve? Uh, harass is probably the most accurate term. Yeah, I mean, that's that's how that's how we roll. <laughs> Cajole, pressure. Oh, Elizabeth's going to be, yeah. she's not, we're probably going to alienate our only other <laughs> We're going to go down to three listeners, thanks to you, Mackey. <laughs> I'll have to give her a shout. For the Edge of Tom Fuller, my name is Bruce Mackey. I'm Bob Morris. I am Kurd's brother, Turd Ferguson. <laughs> <laughs> and joining us tonight is my good friend, Todd Carlton. Thanks for tuning in, folks, and we'll see you next week.